What's up, bud? BJ, you and Daryl bring to you Bud's Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. Oh, and I'm Daryl, and this week there is a fuck ton of wrestling. Yeah, there's gonna be a fuck ton of wrestling every week. Yeah. But two more weeks, we get even more. Two yeah. more hours. Yes. So. It's not coming to Tuesday. Right. But I guess we're gonna start off with hell on a cell, and it was hell, bud. Hell to my eyes. Holy and my God, soul. this sucked. So bad. Um. Okay. There was one so, good match on the whole fucking card. I think there was two. Okay. Cause the the well, let's just start it off. We'll we'll just go through it. We had Natty versus Lacey Evans on the kickoff show, which whatever. I didn't get to watch that, so yeah, I, I missed the kickoff show. I didn't care. Uh, I, I don't it. even remember who won. Oh, Natalia went won this one. Okay. And then yeah. Uh Lacey win next time. Then we kicked off with Becky Lynch versus Sasha in a hell in a cell. I really Good start it. to the pay-per-view. This is how you yeah. start off the pay-per-view. Good kickoff match. Really good match. Yeah, this was excellent. Um I loved the my favorite spot of probably the whole night was the kendo sticks in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew that's what you were going to say. She put the chair on it, and then Sasha was on the chair, and big like drop kick or whatever. That was yeah, that, that was, was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that was a really good match. Those two was. ladies did a great job. Yeah. Kudos to both Sasha and to Becky mm-hmm. for that one. That was really good. Yeah, that was and good. Becky retained, but mm-hmm. uh, yep. still, I thought it was going to be Sasha's time, but guess not. Uh, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan versus Eric Rowan and Luke Harper in a tornado match. This was fun. Yeah, this was alright. It was okay. Like, um, I wanted the the Harper and Rowan to pick up the yeah. win, but they didn't. They didn't. No. So they probably. But I like that it was a tornado match. I think that yeah. made it a lot more fun. I I enjoy tornado ones a little bit better, but they are. It's because they are better. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then we got the Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nixie, Nikki Cross. And this was all right. Yeah, you're right. There was yeah. two. This was a good match, too. Yeah, this one was fun. I really enjoyed the green mist at the end for Asuka and Kyrie to pick up the win. I did, too. I love some green turn mist. Turn the Kabuki's pure heel. Or so, turn full heel, I mean. Yeah. I liked it. I did, too. Um, oh, I forgot this was even on the card. Viking Raiders and Braun Strowman versus the OC. Uh, yeah. I totally forgot that was even on the card. Yeah. Um, it's because yeah. it was stupid. It was. Ooh. Oh, this was the... Yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, then for Tamina beat Carmella for the 24-7 for like yeah. a second. We haven't seen Tamina in like months. That's what we say every time we see Tamina. It's true. <laughs> I always forget she true. still works there. Right. Um. Then we had Shorty Gable. I fucking hate this. Yeah. So bad. Why uh, is his name fucking Shorty Gable? What the fuck? Because King Corbin decreed it. Duh. He's not a fucking king. But if he decrees it, it's true. Which time they call him Tolly Baldy? Tolly Baldy, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. So we had Shorty Gable versus Tolly Baldy here. Uh, and. Yeah, Gable picks up the win, but yeah, for like the fourth time they wrestle each other in a row yeah. now. Oh, it's, don't worry, we're not done. Oh, yet. I know. Uh, I know. Yeah, then our truth beats Tamina for the yeah 24/7, which made notes like Carmella did the super kick, and then she's like, "No, you pin her, pin her," and Truth got it back. So this is 24/7's losing steam to me. They got to get something going with it. Yeah, it's just the same old, same old, same old. They 
Right. It worked for the first couple of weeks, and now it's got yeah. stale. And we still never got a payoff for Drake Maverick, which I think is a goddamn shame. Yeah. Like, we don't get payoffs for anything in wrestling anymore. In WWE. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, then we have Charlotte beat Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I, I don't know. Okay, so not cool with this at the pay-per-view. Right. And it... And in its own bubble at the pay-per-view, it sucked. But in the mm-hmm. larger context that we'll get to later, yeah. I am totally okay with Charlotte winning this match. I, yeah. In fact, I think that was the best thing they could have done for Bailey since mm-hmm. Bailey's come to the main roster was let her lose that match. Yeah. Fucking genius. It's about time you guys did something. Continuous storyline that makes some fucking sense. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. We'll get there. But that was probably the best thing of the week later. But yeah. But yeah, during, but just in the bubble of the pay-per-view, it was yeah, dumb as fuck no Bailey lost already. It right. was stupid. Yeah, it made no goddamn sense. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then, and then, our main event. Oh, God. This was... This didn't happen. The biggest pile of bullshit. WWE ignored it for the first two and a half hours of Raw the next night. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand what they were doing. They, they tried to kill the fiends. Like, this match should have never happened. It never should have been booked. But they did. And what they decided to do is have Seth beat... The fuck out of the fiend and then get disqualified. Five, six, seven curb stomps and a yeah. couple pedigrees and fucking sledgehammers right. to a fucking toolbox over a chair on his face. Right. Which like, was great. It was but all then great. But Seth and it's like, what the, right. this is how there's no disqualifications. Exactly. In Maybe fact, if you sense. go back to the first Hell in a Cell match with Becky and Sasha, they mentioned yeah. 20 times during the fucking match that there's no disqualifications. Exactly. What the fuck? Yeah, then they tried to explain it later in the week that the referee made had to make a decision because Seth would was going too far. And it's it's the stupidest stupid. bullshit ever. It was just stupid. Like, and all this was told to be a Vince's call. It made no goddamn sense. Like, there's a hundred thousand ways to do this. Like, you know, and keep the belt off of him. I mean, first thing is just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. It should have, I mean, I, I really wish this would have been a whole other fucking year before we got Bray Wyatt in the title picture. Oh, yeah. Slow build. Right. Slow build. And they tried to hot shot it. They have to hot shot no everything sense. anymore except Bailey. Right. That's the one thing they're not hot shotting for a change of pace. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, made no sense. And it, it's just fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, Agree. Right. So yeah, that was Hell in a Cell. Went off the air being booed. AEW chance, refund chance, like so bad. Just so bad. Took a hit. About network. killed Seth Rollins. It took a hit in network subscribers again. Yeah. Yeah, we both canceled. I yeah. can't. I'm done giving these people my money. Yeah, I'd rather give my money to NWA or AEW at this right. point. I'll go on I'll take that ten dollars a month and go buy a fucking T shirt on PWTs. There you go. Support a wrestler directly. Exactly. Like I men have more dope T shirts to wear. Yeah. Which we'll get to that. They uh they had a nice crash this week. Yeah, that uh, was great. Right. Um. Yeah. So then we got to Raw, which was uh, I didn't watch. I didn't watch either. But God, the the stuff I did see was just fucking horrible. Malone and Bobby yeah. Lashley fucked. Yeah, they fucked. Rusev got upset and beat the fuck out of uh, Corbin and Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Which, this was just uncomfortable to watch. Like, you can feel... Yeah. Like, Rusev... It, you can tell the, the motion Rusev's showing is real. Yeah. 
he's but not, it's not, he's not comfortable. <laughs> right. It's not like I'm mad at Lana or Bobby Lashley. I'm more mad at Vince because he's making, he's making us do this stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad. Then, guess who? We have Lacey Evans versus Natalia again. There was what a cool spot in this where Lacey throws Natalia up on the fucking stage. Yeah. And there's a new and stage set it. and it's like curved and she mm-hmm. slid down it back. And it was that really was fun. Really that cool. was really cool. I saw the gifts yeah. of that. And the powerbomb off the stage to finish it. Yeah, that was looked pretty, pretty badass cool. too. Yeah, Natty uh, powerbomb Lacey Evans. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, Alistair Black was. Begging someone to knock. Otherwise, that match again. Just that oh yeah, really, it was a. There's just two. Spots. It was a last woman standing match, and it was fucking. Yeah. The ten counts were just so painfully fucking slow. Right. I don't like last person standing. I'm not a big fan either. They're so. Yeah. The only time they seem to really work is in like the David versus Goliath type setup. Mm-hmm. Um. Except for the yeah. one time Macho Man tried to tie Crush up and it wouldn't work, so Crush had to pretend to be tied up so the Macho Man could win the match. <laughs> Yeah. So like 94 Some, or so? 95 maybe? Earlier than that. 90, 93, 94. Yeah. Macho Man yeah. was... Commentary and then WCW by right. 96 or so. 95, 96 he went over. Right after... Between oh, WrestleMania did. 9 and 10. Yeah. So that'd be... You know... Because 85 was... So yeah. 94. 94. He was already on commentary. Mm-hmm. So this had to be 93. Well he was already on commentary when his stuff with Crush started though. Yeah. When Crush turned heel, Macho That's Man true. was a commentator so and that started the right where we there, so they're probably right. in 94. Yeah. yeah. Alright, well that was pointless, anyway, but we figured it out. Hey, it's more entertaining than fucking Raw. Exactly. Um, Street Profits did some more stuff backstage. Yeah, they talked. Yeah. They want the smoke. Um, then we had... So, can WWE figure out a fucking way to make someone a number one contender that's not beating the goddamn champion? Yeah, that's dumb. I'm shit. sick of it. Me like too. it's every fucking number yep. one contender. <coughs> you get to face the champions so, for a chance to have a championship right. match. And sense. it's like, what the no. fuck? You face the number two contenders and the winner's the number one contender. Yes. Like that's way better. Like, oh the Viking Raiders are on a roll. The Viking and Raiders so and AOP the, are on a row. Yeah. So now we're gonna have the Viking Raiders versus AOP. Right. And that winner is the number one contender. Instead, Which they'll probably hot shot on a fucking raw right. anyways. And Viking Raiders versus AOP should be a fucking main event on a pay per view somewhere. Right. Yeah. And instead we got the Viking Raiders versus Ziggler and Rude and the Viking Raiders win. And mm-hmm. guess what? They're the number one contenders. Yeah. To face Ziggler and Rude. Right. Just fucking dumb. And then what happens if they get drafted to the other show? Like, see, this is yeah. stupid horseshit fucking booking that doesn't make any goddamn sense. It already mm. tells me, like, that the draft isn't fucking real. Right. It doesn't matter because you wouldn't be booking these matches for number one contendership matches if you didn't already know they were going to be on the same fucking brand after the fucking split. Right. It's dumb. It's fucking yeah. dumb. It is. But at least we know Colin Jost and Michael Shea were available in the draft this year. They might still go on Raw on Monday. You don't fucking know. Would have been my number one pick. Right, Colin Jost. They fought Big Show. It's true. Or Braun. Well, they were in the they were in the battle royal. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Braun got hands. Right. Yeah. They got Braun's hands. Someone got some hands. Yeah. Uh, I have two. Then we got the Bollywood Boys versus Alistair Black. Cool to see the Bollywood Boys on TV, but yeah. that's not two of five. But why? Yeah, I don't know. Because Aleister Black just came out and kicked the shit out of both of them. Well, kicked 
Yeah, flip literally shit out yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, some Braun Strowman talking about Tyson Fury stuff. Oh, Tyson Boxing Man? Yeah. yeah whatever. Fuck that guy. Another AOP promo. They're the same again. Let them fight. Like, just quit it. Yeah, uh, just put the wrestlers in a wrestling match? Right. Like, if you're... You tell that you, they're, they're supposed to be like, oh, we're not pro wrestling, we're sports entertainment, but you can't fucking entertain anybody anymore. Right. Like, your stories suck, your character development sucks. Like, this is why they. So go back to being fucking wrestling at least. At yeah. least give me some fucking wrestling. This is why they're only getting the over 55 crowd because uh, <clears throat> they can't remember what's happening week to week, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh. Then we got the OC versus Lucha House Party. Ah, whatever. It's because the OC had to get a win somewhere. Right. They've just been getting crushed since the three of them got put together. They it's just, true. all three of them suck. Mm-hmm. I don't That's know nice what nice. Vince hates about Gallows and Anderson so I don't much. Either. I really don't. I don't either. But I, yeah, obviously the OC won. There was a Miz TV. I didn't know that happened. Uh, yeah, but whatever. I don't know what happened on there. And the oh, this was the Becky Lynch and Oscar and Flair and yeah, Kabir, or yeah. Kyrie, um, and Oscar, or then that led to that match where the Kabuki Warriors pinned Becky with yeah. some more green mist. So I, I like, like how mist. I like how WWE like they have people that you could should be easy baby faces to book Oscar mm-hmm. Kyrie. Uh, Bailey, all these people they're easy baby faces to book but they can't book baby faces so what do they do they turn them all they heel. Turn heel like Asuka and Kyrie now are heels and Sasha's well Sasha's a good heel Asuka's a good heel but Kyrie should never like she should be your top woman's baby face mm-hmm. honestly yeah her and her and Becky Becky's that I mean aggressive one Kyrie's just she's adorable she's a great wrestler she should be right there with Riho, and yeah. they're fucking it up. Yeah, that's what they do. And then Apollo Cruz is backstage, so of course Ricochet says they want he wants to fight him. So if that happens, great, Ricochet wins. Um, yeah. Oh, because we're getting the tag match next week during the draft, so that's why it doesn't matter. Gotcha. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. And then all the Tyson Fury stuff. Tyson Fury, Braun Strowman, big brawl. It was dumb. They scripted Tyson Fury, who's a good talker on his own. Is he? he? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Anyway, I don't. That he's like I don't know Tyson Boxer guy. And um, yeah, it's whatever. I heard he's a pretty shitty person, though. I've I've read that too. Yeah, I've been seeing that. Yeah. Um. It's about all I've heard about Tyson Boxing Guy, though. They haven't, they've been talking more about the Kane Velasquez yeah. than they've been talking about Tyson Boxing Guy. So that That's because Kane's sticking around for yeah. a while. Yeah. Whereas, I think this is just a one-off. It seems like this is more of a one-off, yeah. yeah. I guess that does it for Raw. Yeah, so uh, we head to Tuesday at 6.05 Eastern. Fucking NWA power. Fucking, yeah, this was so good. 25 seconds in, I was geeking out. 
Oh like, yeah, it was the so set. like it had the late seventies, early eighties wrestling. Mm-hmm. It took me back to being a kid watching my grandpa. Yeah, the interview station was fucking perfect with the background and the sets. Mm-hmm. The stationary cameras were fantastic. The ring looked beautiful. Yeah, and it felt the like... The studio show was just such a nice change of pace from what I all was. wrestling is these days. I miss the old studio mm-hmm. shows. They were fucking dope. And it felt more like anything could happen. Yes. Because it was such a small area. And, I mean, and just the way they incorporated the the interview desk with the stuff happening in the ring. Right. And, like, it was just, yeah. It was really it well was done. It was all well done. Um, and... The fucking legendary Jim Cornette. Yeah. On commentary. commentary. And he was fucking amazing. On point, man. And yeah, this was just like saying, he's one. So he's good. one of the. I mean, I know that he can be a shitty person sometimes, but mm-hmm. Jim Cornette's one of the greatest minds in the wrestling business still alive today. Yeah. And it's glad to see him back doing something. Everybody's coming back, man. Tony's back. Jr's back. They've been in top form. Right. This is just yeah. such a good time to be in wrestling. And like, I knew four or five people on this whole card and I still enjoyed the fuck out of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, we started off and this was like, I mean, perfect way to kick it off. You bring on your champ. Yep. Had him cut an amazing promo. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah. It felt like those old school Ric Flair, yep. Dusty Road, yes. Four Horse, like just those great old school promos. And, I mean, that was the theme of the night to yeah. me, too. Yeah. Um, Old school. Just, yeah, it was completely. And But yet, the wrestling was not as boring as it was then. It was it was today's speed and style without mm-hmm. all the flippy shit. Right. Without the extra flippy shit. I mean, right. they were still doing some stuff. And yeah. They but still when came they off top it, ropes, but it made sense because yeah. there was more context for why they were doing it mm-hmm. than just because they're outside, I'm going to jump over the top rope. Exactly. Because um, everybody's just standing there, so mm-hmm. I should do something while they're all just standing around to catch me. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that's. We'll get to that in AEW Dark, but yeah. it's the downfall of that tag match. Um, yeah, and we had a tag match here that was the Dawsons versus Sal Renauro and Billy Buck. Yeah, this was pretty much just a squash match yeah. to get the Dawsons known and to kind mm-hmm. of show you their couple of big moves. Uh, I actually refer to them as Big Dudes in Black versus Shiny Vikings fans because they were wearing the Vikings colors because <laughs> I didn't catch their names. Yeah. And they don't have um, overlays that say right. what their names are, which is the only complaint I had is like, I don't know who the fuck these guys are. Like, can you show me their fucking names so right. I can learn it? Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, it was the Dawsons. Yeah. Caleb Conley. Oh, no, that was the next match. No. But yeah, and then they did an interview right after the right. match, and mm-hmm. it gave me a really good idea who the Dawsons are and what they're about. Right. And yeah. Yeah. And then we cut to uh, an Eli Drake interview, which again, this really was a good. really good fucking match. Mm-hmm. And then he just walks right from the interview area. To the ring. 20 yep. feet to the ring. And he wrestles um, a guy named Caleb Conley. Mm-hmm. I know Eli Drake. I've never heard of Caleb Conley me before. Either. And this was a little more than a squash match. Oh, also, uh, Cornette and the other announcer whose name I never caught because, again, they don't care if I know anybody's name on this show. Yeah. Um, we're wearing the dome belt as a pin. Like, their pin uh, on nice. their jackets were the NWA championship belts. That's awesome. And they, it was so fucking dope. I didn't... I thought yeah, that was just, like, a beautiful that. little extra touch that mm-hmm. just made it that much better. That's great. That was sweet. But, yeah, anyways, Eli Drake and Conley had a good match. 
Conley looks yeah. a little younger and a little greener than mm-hmm. Eli Drake. I guess he's maybe an up and comer or something. Yeah. But I'd be excited to see what he did. But yeah, Drake was fantastic. That was yeah. fun. And then right after that, we had Josephus come out. Uh, and he, I like this too because there's two storms on the roster. Yes, and he comes out and just demands storm. He's wanting, and people are thinking, well, why, why would Tim Storm come out? Right, you know, uh, James Storm he's got, finally shows James up. Storm finds up, yeah, shows up. Was James Storm the guy that tagged with Rude? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought for beer money. He was in WWE for a little bit right before mm-hmm. Rude came over, right? Right. Yeah, they just so. miss each other because. Yeah, he came over. Well, he went out as he was went, coming in. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. And then okay. he went back to Impact. So this is the bit. same. This is the James Storm I'm thinking of. Yes. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I like him. Um. But yeah, him and, and then they yeah they brawled. Yeah, they brawled. It's good times. Then the wild cards, mm-hmm. the tag team champions mm-hmm. showed up. Yeah. Uh, for a non-title match against Danny White and Mims, mm-hmm. just weird. Weird, but yeah. it was good. Yeah, it was, a, it was a quick win. Mm-hmm. Another squash match Very for the wild cards. Cool. But again, just kind of showing you their couple big spots and what they can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go for their victory interview. And Eddie Kingston shows the fuck yeah. up to interrupt him. Which mm-hmm. was not... Like, he doesn't fit with the rest of the... No. One of these guys is not like right. the others. Well, then he was joined by someone like him. <laughs> <And> homicide <laughs> shows up. Like, yeah, these two do not belong here. But it was still... And then, still as good. they're fucking talking and finishing up their spot interview, fucking Josephus and James Storm come fighting from out of the back. Right. And that was dope, yeah. too. And this just added to that anything can really happen because it's such a small little studio that mm-hmm. they're in and the backstage area is small. And right. And it was wonderful. Um, yeah. and Very enjoyable. Right. And then, I think this is when... Uh, they fight off into the crowd. Oh yeah, they right? fight off, and then they actually had a match. Yeah, Storm super kicks Joe for the win. Mm-hmm. It was a hell of a super kick. Um, yeah. and then Tim Storm comes out and cuts one of the best promos I've seen in quite some time. So good, and it you know it made you think that a fifty three year old veteran could beat. Nick Aldis, and you wanted him to beat Nick Aldis because this was his last chance, and you felt bad for him. And like, uh, I yeah. watched Nick Aldis wrestle two matches as Nick Aldis. Okay, I watched him lose the NWA Championship to Cody mm-hmm. at All In, and then I watched him win the NWA Championship back from Cody at whatever that 70, 70th anniversary show. Yeah, is that what that that's one what was? It was? Yeah, yeah. Which was my first NWA show since I was a kid. Right. And, um... Well, that was, like, the first NWA show since we were kids. Yeah. Pretty but much. But watching this Tim Storm Aldis match is three for Aldis. Aldis looked as good as he did versus Cody. I would have never guessed Tim Storm was 53 had I not known Tim Storm already right. prior to this match. Like, yeah. I know Tim Storm's a veteran. He looked good in this match. Like, mm-hmm. him and Aldis tore the fucking house down, yeah. in my opinion. Oh, yeah. The crowd was super into it, too. This crowd was hot all fucking night. Yeah, if they keep From that Atlanta? Up, is that Atlanta, Atlanta, yeah. That's where, that's I thought where the said. studio is, which makes sense. Um, oh, shit. Fucking ads. Shut up. We don't have ads on the show, man. I pay for it. No, I have ads on my fucking... Unless we're the ads. ...cancer sites that I'm trying We're making to get them my up. shit from. 
Um, oh yeah, God. and Nick Aldis apparently is a WWE fan and has been watching and has seen how lethal the fucking roll up out of nowhere is, and he picks up the win with a small package. Yeah. And uh, it's the most lethal move in WWE right now. Nobody kicks out of the fucking small package, brother, brother. We see at least six at night, so. Um, yeah, but no, I really enjoyed this. This was such a great throwback. It was a nice great. change of pace. It it made me feel like a kid watching wrestling with my grandpa again. That's what I told my wife. I was like, this like I really feel like my grandpa sitting here with me and I'm a little fucking kid again. And like Rick Player's gonna come out with Tully and they're gonna woo And it's gonna be, be fucking awesome. And I mean yeah. that I almost didn't wish this happen. is yeah. I almost wish this is where Tully and Arn ended up instead of AEW. Cause they would be imagine them or managing someone, anyone. I just like Yeah. I do like Tolly with Sean Spears though. Yeah. But no, I will definitely be watching AEW Dark next week, for sure. Mm-hmm. Or not sorry or Power. Power. Dark's next. I was looking at what's yeah. next. Yeah, I'll definitely watch NWA Power again. Yeah. Um, I mean I'm definitely gonna watch AEW Dark too. But Yeah. But no, I wanna get more invested. We're gonna get to see their women cha- their women's champion next week, right. who I've Never watched wrestle. I've heard of her, but I don't think I've ever seen her wrestle before. I can't think okay. of her name off the top of my head. I can't either. I don't. Yeah. I can picture her, but, but I love their. Because uh, I think I sent it to you. The picture of their belt, the women's belt. I love the old throwback, and they could have picked a better picture. Agreed. Of her, but agreed. The picture there's, but that's actually one of the neat things about the belt is, is as opposed to like side plates or any shit like that. The picture. In the center of the belt is the picture of the champion. Right. So you get your picture in the fucking belt. And I think that's just genius. It is. Fucking love it. Too bad. So then, Mm -hmm. right after Power, we went on to AEW Dark, Buzz. This was also fun. Mm -hmm. These were the dark matches from both before and after Dynamite the previous week. And they're going to keep airing these at 7 o'clock on YouTube for free. Mm -hmm. Which is nice. Yeah. Um, And they had like Because they didn't do that with, with... they didn't do that with Dynamite this week. It was not free to replay on TNT like it was episode one. Oh, really? Yeah, episode two, you had to have a cable login. Ah. Uh, yeah. That sucks. So I didn't get to watch it through TNT. Right. I only got to watch the first hour on Wednesday. I did end up catching the second hour Wednesday and got to see it. Because the second hour, oh, we'll get to it. Yeah. Let's get through Dark first. Yeah. Uh, we started off with Darby Allen versus Seema. And yeah, this was fun. I really like. How they've put um, some logic back into wrestling at AEW. Uh, Darby Allen went for the coffin drop three times, and on the third time was the only time he actually hit it. Mm. With the announcers selling it, obviously that Seema scouted it, and I, I really like that. They yeah. don't do that kind of stuff often in WWE, where they talk mm. about a guy scouting his opponent and watching his matches, and I miss that. Yeah, it's missing. Yeah, this was, I mean, a big win for, well, his second biggest win for the week. I mean, I guess it was the last, but, you know. Right. Uh, the week of TV. Yes. But still, it was really fun. It was and fun. it's perfect for who, yeah. Need. Uh, second match, we had the Lucha Brothers and the Hybrid 2, which, do they gave him a name. Yeah. Jellico. Yes. Yeah. Jack Evans. Yep. Jack Evans, so, because we bitched about that. We did, and they fixed one. it. I actually was going to make a point about that when we got to this match, because that yeah. was the best part of this match, in my opinion. Yeah. Because the rest of it. And then we had, they were faced Private Party and Best Friends, 
with Orange Cassidy at the side. Orange Cassidy. I will say the dive by Orange Cassidy. I, like there was too many fucking dives and too much standing around waiting for guys to dive and too much choreographed yeah. stuff. It just took me completely out of it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to lose yourself and stuff like that. Right. But again, I also like this is the only thing I haven't liked. Like actually have not liked at all in AEW mm-hmm. in two weeks now. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. I mean, there's like I said, there's been things on each pay per view I haven't liked either. There's gonna be stuff I don't like, but right. I still like the majority of it, which is way more than I can say about the WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just, but yeah, it was just too many. Like, I don't even mind the high spots. It's just hmm. when everybody's standing around for three quarters of the match waiting for the next high spot. It's, yeah, it's stupid, and there's no much. logic behind that. Right. But I do love watching Orange Cassidy just dive with his hands in his pocket with no regard for his body and his safety. Right. Trusting the other guys to catch him. Yeah, that takes some uh, some balls there. I would. I then, didn't we have another match on Dark? Yeah, we okay. had Allie and Burt Baker. That's right. B. Priestley and Penelope Ford. Um, this was fun. Uh, I'm starting to lose faith in Britt Baker as every week goes on. I will say that. Um, there's something about B Priestley I can't get behind. Yeah, there's something it's, it's, about her. It's kind of both of them takes me off. Yeah, B. I think it's the bangs. Maybe <laughs> the bangs are just weird. It I might will be say the hair, that. actually, but something's just no. not right about her. Yeah, but and, yeah, with Britt's been with, coming out, she just doesn't seem like she cares. Yeah, she almost seems disinterested, especially when you yeah. hear her on commentary. She's just so, like, monotone, and I don't know. Maybe she's just super yeah. nervous still, but... I don't know. But, yeah, it feels like we're she's just missing something. Yeah, and it's a little something, something. So, um, but Allie and Britt Baker pick up the win. Still pretty good. Oh, we had four matches. Jesus. Um, and then the main event of the dark matches... Was SoCal Uncensored, SCU, mm-hmm. versus Jurassic Express. Yeah. So, we finally get... Uh, get that rematch. Mm-hmm. Rematch from uh, All Out. Yeah. And SCU picked up the win. They, they did. They did. Again. But we finally got Luchasaurus. I I hope they're on our TV this week. I mean... Like, yeah. Lucha, all three of these guys. Actually, I really want them to get Marco Stunt out of there. I just the story that they could tell with yeah a boy and his dinosaur instead of Jurassic Express they're together as a team mm-hmm. they do well they get success they lose Lucha blames uh, Luchasaurus blames him he turns heel on him he gets your David Goliath like mm-hmm. it's just your story's there for you right Marco Stunch is the third wheel you don't need right I was cool with it for the tag matches and stuff, but now that we're getting into the real thing, I think if he's going to be involved, it needs to be an outside of the ring perspective. Yeah, it's just it, it's it's hard to believe Marco Stone. He's just too fucking small, and I get like you know Rey Mysterio and stuff like that, mm. but it's just no. But this dude's like four six, right? It's different than Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Like Rey Mysterio is huge compared to Marco Stone, right? Especially nowadays. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like Marco's stunt for yeah. The I do like Marco's stunt. What he does is good, and he's 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 good as a wrestler. It's mm-hmm. just that because he's so small, I can't honestly believe in him beating any of these guys. Like, right? It's yeah. just especially SCU and like no veterans like Christopher Daniels and Kazarian. Like, right. no, you're not beating those guys. Like, no. 
Not Marco Stunt. I can't even think of anyone. God damn it. Go. I need to get off this site. This is fucking horseshit. Agreed. Shit. I guess that takes us over to Dynamite. Dynamite. I personally, as a whole episode, felt like the second one was better than the first one. I did too. I feel like there was more hype behind the first one, obviously, mm-hmm. but I felt like this was a better, more comprehensive wrestling. Yeah. Excuse me, wrestling show this week. Definitely. Yeah, and it kicked off with my opinion match of the week. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Young Bucks versus Private Party in the first round match for the tag team titles. Started off and I literally was sitting there like, yeah, this is kind of boring. I'm not getting into it. And um, yeah, they heard me apparently and they kicked it up a notch. And that was the end of that. Um, yeah. They um, held a fucking match. The crowd was way into it. Private Party mm. picked up the win. So yeah, which to me was completely surprising. And... I think the crowd was just as hot for private parties win as they were for Riho's last mm-hmm. week. And they were I liked, super stoked. I really liked Tony Schiavone um, mentioning that the teams had seeds. They were seeded mm-hmm. and it made it yeah, feel this was more like an athletic the, competition because yeah. the competition... Because this was the one in the eight seeds wrestling each other. Okay, so... And even though there's only seven teams and I don't know how there's an eighth seed with the Yeah, see, to me this was the two in the seven. Because Dark Order is your number one seed. They got the fucking buy. Right. So this was two versus seven, but he said like one, one versus and, eight. He said one and eight. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't make sense, but okay. It didn't, but I still like that they're yeah. seated and, and yeah. like that aspect of it. I think that's neat. I, yeah, I did too. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like that he got the seed numbers wrong. I also like don't understand how, like, I mean, I get because they won the match to let them have the match to then win a match to get the seat, the buy in the mm-hmm. tournament. Just whatever. Yeah. But, like, not all the teams in the tournament had any chance of getting that by. So, then how, like, I don't, I just don't get how they chose. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Just don't go with Dark Order, please, AEW. I still don't give a shit about Dark Order. Yeah. I kind of want to see you, but. Yeah, I would like to see the veterans take it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Private Party, the up-and-comer young youngsters. Uh, That's the finals I want to see. Those two, SCU and Private Party, that'd be Mm -hmm. fantastic. Because I'd love to see, I think. I'd love, uh, I want Private Party to beat Lucha Bros. Mm. Like, Lucha Bros win their match next week. Gotcha. And then... That'd be a fun match. Right? And then have them beat that. Then they beat the Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros to to get to the finals. finals, right. And then they finally lose to SCU. They might even be favored at that point against SCU, too. Oh, they would still make them the underdogs or somehow. You know they would. I don't know. It would be like the surprise... They're like the Cinderella team at this point. Yeah, that's true. That's what it is. And that's probably why they set them up as the eighth seed to make it even more Cinderella. Yeah. Exactly. Still, though, it's it's good stuff. And a good match. Right. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was was probably match of the week. I can't even think of anything that might have been on NXT or anything close to it. But when Cat, was it, was it Cassidy? But when, like, the six dives in a row or whatever back and forth. I loved that. That was so... Like, you talk about people standing around. No one was standing right. around waiting. Like, right. They were just getting... The Young Bucks ooh, were ooh, just ooh, getting ooh. up in time. And he wasn't blown up, which was amazing because he ran, like, half a mile. <laughs> right. In that two minutes. It was good, though. Yeah. Uh, then um, we had Le Champion, Chris mm-hmm. Jericho, and Jake Hagar, and... Uh, Sammy Guevara and Santana and Ortiz in the ring for a promo and we got a name The The Inner Inner Circle Circle. and 
as a Spanish yeah. god. Yeah. <laughs> the promo. Chris Jericho yeah. cut one of the best promos he's ever cut. Yeah, and that's saying a lot because Chris, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is like the king of fucking great yeah. promos. So good. Like and people this started. Was excellent. People started chanting, We the we people. We the people. And I love how. Because it wasn't scripted. He's he like, shut the crowd right. down. Yeah, because he's like, Wait, wait, hold on. And he's like, Yeah, that's dead. You know, that was just bad creative. It's dead and buried, part of bad creative. And yeah. the crowd popped for it, which was fantastic. And then he just kept going on all his promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good. Done so well. Yes. And he got that team yeah. over as a random group of guys to an actual heel stable that I believe is a, is a unit already. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is fucking excellent. Yeah. And they're hitting all the high points. Like, I it's mean, got the body of a Spanish god. That was probably my yeah. favorite line of the whole fucking um, <laughs> That or when... Talking about Sammy Guevara. Was it... Was it Ortiz? Or San, I can't remember. One of the Santana Ortiz. But when he was just sitting there like chomping in the bit crazy. Like yeah. looking crazy. Biting his tongue. And like... Yeah. That was great. That reminded me of... Um, oh. George the Animal Steel back in the day. Okay. Like when he was crazy and like right. had his tongue out. And, yep. It was always green like green or shit, whatever, yeah. but at least that. it wasn't colored. But it was the same kind of facial expressions as that. Back he looked in the a little day. insane. It was he cool. did. It was great. Um, but yeah, that was done so well. Yes. Uh, then we had, and I also I like it. This we had a number one contenders match for next week for the title. Um, yeah, I do find it weird, but. Because we already, you know, have one for full gear wide. I, but whatever. It doesn't matter because this was excellent. But Jimmy Havoc versus Darby Allin. Um, Darby picks up the win. My favorite thing about this mm-hmm. match mm-hmm. was Pac on the fucking commentary. Yeah. Yeah, Pac on commentary the whole time. That was excellent. Because the whole time he's yeah. like, I'm undefeated. Mm-hmm. Why aren't I getting a number one contender match? Right. Yeah. Like, so, you know what my record is in all of wrestling? I've only been pinned once. Nobody else can say that. That wasn't on this match. Oh, well, it still happened, and it yeah. was fucking excellent. Yeah. I just that was assumed on the it was this match. match. Oh, okay. Duh. Remember? Yeah. We'll get there in a second. I do now, um, yeah. But yeah, Allen picks up the win. This was excellent. The coffin drop looks like, like we just said it, it looks like it's legit. a tough, legit finisher. Mm-hmm. Um, hasn't been kicked out of yet. So, I like that they are. Now, there's a guy I could believe Marco Stunt went in the fight against. Yeah. Yeah. Darby Allen's a smaller dude, too. That's true. He's more like me smaller, but he's right. still smaller. Yeah. Um, then we have B. Priestley versus, and Emmy Sakura versus Burt Baker and Riho. This was pretty good. Um, this yeah, was a good tag match. match. I do like Britt now grabbing the mouth with that whatever stretch finisher yeah. she's been using and then adding that extra level. It reminds me of like Dunn's finger manipulation mm-hmm. but with the dentist thing and putting her own touch by yeah. grabbing her jaw Makes and sense. yanking down on it. I like that little extra added touch he's been right. doing. I like JR calling it as a real mandible claw is what he's calling it which I think is just fucking excellent. It puts the move over more and more. Right. That's good. Um, it's a real mandible claw by God. Yeah. And Emmy tapped out. And mm-hmm. Britt Baker and Riho picked up the win. Yep. But, uh, then we got 
Moxley versus Sean Spears with Pac on commentary. And Tully Blanchard. <coughs> and Tully Blanchard at ringside. Yeah, this was a good match. This was really good. This was Moxley's debut, mm-hmm. and he picked up the win here against Spears. Yep. Yeah, and then at the end was re- really the story. I like how just every story flows together, mm-hmm. it seems like. Yeah, so Omega shows oh. up. Yeah, he's and got a barbed he's wire, got a barbed broom. wire broom and bat. Yeah. And he like tosses the bat to Moxley as like a challenge, right. like a pick it up and let's go. Mm-hmm. And as you know, Moxley's starting to get up, Pac comes up and hits him uh, Omega, Omega in the back yeah. of the head with a chair. Yep, drops Omega, and Omega's then laying there on the stage with his, uh, you know, looking mm-hmm. up at Moxley with the fucking bat, and Moxley just drops the bat and walks off and leaves yep. Omega just sitting there, which right. was. Unexpected, so but really good. Right. Now they got Pac tied in with these two guys, plus mm-hmm. him on commentary going on about how he should be the champion. He's only ever been pinned once, which, if I'm remembering correctly, was by Enzo Amore. Yeah. It's the only guy that's ever pinned Pac in professional wrestling. Is fucking Enzo Amore. Makes sense. Fuck you, Vince McMahon. Um, Fuck you, Vince McMahon. Yeah. But no, I love how. I think it's playing into both these guys. Like, Omega, it shows Omega wants this fair. He wants to beat the fuck out of him, but he doesn't, you know, he wants to play fair. And yep. the same with Moxley. Like, yeah, I snuck up on you. Yeah, I beat the shit out of you, but I'm not going to take you out when you're down. Like, you're already down. I'm okay. taking you down when right. you go down. So No, I liked it. I like Pog getting interfered. They're playing mm-hmm. the storylines and in, in intertwining them. So far, so good story-wise. Yeah. They're doing all right. Mm-hmm. Got to give it to them. Right. Let's keep it going. Yeah, we, we did with the main event. We had Dustin Rhodes and Hangman Page versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Yeah, this just turned into a clusterfuck by the end. It did. I mean, the match was great, though. Yeah, it was a good match. Um, fucking, I loved the interference at the end. It was well done. Yes. Uh, got the distraction. Hager just comes in the ring, blast. Uh, Who did he blast? Dustin, right? I believe so. Yeah. Blast Dustin and Jericho picks up the win one two three. It's so cool to see Dustin <clears throat> wrestling and doing shit again. Yeah, and he looks fucking good. I also like Roberts when he comes down to the ring. He says, "It's mm-hmm. the natural," or they call him the natural. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. Right. And I just re- wish he came out to that. Music, there was. A, I do wish he came out yeah. to the natural song. Both they call right. him the natural. Natural. I forget what he movie did, but. One, uh, I think it was Tony. Is like, yep. There's a reason they call him the natural. Yeah. I, like, oh, yeah. I think it was his uh, his power slam. I, that's what I think it was thinking too. Yeah. Because he's got the best power slam ever. Randy Orton's the only person and, that comes him close. And Randy, that's yeah. Yeah. Dustin has the best power slam right. in all ever in the history of wrestling. Um, yeah. Then we thought. Then the lights went out. Or yeah. they Well, Jericho and they start beating down Paige and Dustin, and lights go out. Oh shit! It's the Undertaker. No. No, there's Cody coming it's kind out. Guy. I mean, yeah, yeah he's a, he's EVP, so he can control the lights. I guess that makes sense. Right. So uh, there's Cody, huh, and yeah. Cody starts to beat them up, and then right. of course, and then of course Santana and Ortiz come yep. out. Numbers game back right. on the inner circle side, and then MGF comes out, and Cody is down, and it looks like he's gonna beat Cody. But nope. No. He starts taking down everything. Dude, but when he does turn on Cody, it's going to be so fucking awesome. Like, they're already building right. that so well. Right? I hope Cody turns on him they're, instead. But. They're doing... Oh, man. And, like, <laughs> especially because, like, 
MJF should never be a face, and I mm-hmm. like I'm never gonna be okay with him being a face. Except they found a way to make him a face, right? and I'm okay with it because I know the heel turn is gonna be so fucking worth it. Exactly. Oh. Um, but yeah, he comes out fucking nuts, mm-hmm. and then uh, the inner circle end up clearing the ring. Jericho, or well, also Paige and Hager yes. fought towards the back. Yep, and. Uh, Setting up that few Sammy and fun yeah, Sammy and Jericho start to leave going up the ramp. Darby and, Allen rolls down on a skateboard, fucking, skateboard. fucking knee Jericho in the face. Yep. And then he picks up the skateboard and beats the fuck out of him. That was great. And it was oh, it was really it good. It was so well done. Yeah. It was um Yeah. It was chaos, but it was Yeah, it was a slow paced controlled chaos mm-hmm. where everything was just breaking down but yeah. you could still follow it not like the old right. WCW the end of the 2000s the late when they were yeah when yeah. they no, were like this was like 95 96 when there was only 3 4 5 people in the NWO instead of 27 oh my man it gets so much worse <coughs> after NWO's done and gone oh, and yeah. that's not a thing anymore WCW gets fucking ridiculously over well, the well it got bad when they split into the wolf yeah like that's when I quit watching. I still watched. I watched it all the way until they went out of business. Yeah. There were some guys there. I just still. So, really I mean, really I guess it's it. not. It's when I started to quit watching. Like I flipped flip here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah no, Dynamite. Another excellent, great, excellent. Great. I'll definitely be back for week three. Maybe. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That takes us to NXT. The, the biggest thing that I hate, and I was thinking about this this morning because I wanted to watch wrestling, and I don't. I mean, I watched my matches, but like. My the worst thing about AEW is I don't have forty years of history to go back and watch. Yeah, I have to wait every week to watch an episode, and I have nothing else. Like I mean, we have those couple pay per views and right. a few things. You know, we go. I can go back and watch Being the Elites and things like that. But that's what that's my biggest complaint about AEW is it's too new. I wish it was around since 2001. I do kind of wish we had a Saturday morning wrestling show. Like yeah. 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. Could fry me a couple eggs up and sit down and eat my eggs and that's watch kinda Saturday when I morning wish, wrestling. That's when I wish Dark was on, honestly. Or Power, even. Or, yeah. Either of those would work well for a 10 o'clock a.m. show. Especially a right. studio show, man. That's what all yeah. the Saturday morning shows used to be back right. in the day. Well, see, I'm well, not sure more, more like pre-taped. Yeah. Because, like, I, I'm i thinking more dark, because it'd be more like superstars. Whereas, oh, yeah, where you had your matches so you with had, Tony back in the control center in between right. them, yeah. Like, we used to have, but I'd rather, I'd like Tony and someone. Right. Him and Excalibur or something. Yeah, because we used to have, with Sean Mooney back in the day for right. prime time. And, right. Or, I mean, we had Gorilla and, and Bobby. Yeah, forever. I was going to say, Gorilla and Bobby were dope Doing together. Stuff. And that's what I would like. You know, two guys sitting at a desk across from each other. Yeah. Maybe bring in... Um, an interview once an interview, in a while. Yeah, once a show, bring someone in. Almost like Talking Smack mixed with um, matches in between. I'm just thinking like Superstars. Like Superstars well, yeah. was back superstars in the day. Back, yeah. yeah. So bring back Superstars. Exactly. AW Superstars. Right? <sighs> yeah. They're probably sued for that. Yeah. Vince probably still has oh, the I'd, trademark. Probably. I would say. I think they still have a show or they got something with su- named Superstars too. Or they did for not not till not too long ago. I mean, I seem to recall that they had um, the logos form in the two yeah. K whatever the last one I bought. Yeah. Eighteen, I think, is the last one I had. Because it used to be well, there were superstars and main event, and then I think they got rid of superstars. And now and it's just main, just main event. event. Okay. Yeah. When they added two hundred five, I think that's what happened. 
Maybe we'll get superstars back into it. Which was back away. this week. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I didn't want. I didn't get to watch it either. But it was up in the air like all day, like the day of. People didn't know if they were gonna run to a live or not. Fair enough. That doesn't surprise me. Right. NXT. NXT. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch. I did. I watched ups and, and downs. Yeah. I. It was a good show. Um. It wasn't. I thought it was probably the worst live show so far, but it was still pretty good. Uh, it's we, NXT. It's always good. Right. That's the thing. Right. right. They're the most consistent product out there right now. Right. AW needs more of a track record to get the, right. the consistency rating like that. <coughs> yeah, we're only two weeks in. Now. Right. We're in five years in here. Right. Um, <laughs> so we had we started off with the NXT Cruiserweight Championship match, Leo Rush versus Drew Gulak, and I mean, yeah, I called it. You did. I was wrong on this yeah. one. Leo Rush won. Um, yeah, I I was not surprised. I figured, like the way they hyped him up and stuff. So. Right. Um, then we finally got we got Rhea Ripley. God, she looks like a badass. Yeah, um, this was. Uh, yeah, she came out and beat Aaliyah, Aaliyah. in seconds. Does Vanessa Warren ever wrestle anymore? I don't think. Is she hurt? Or I don't. I have no clue. I have like no interest in Aaliyah or Vanessa. Ball. Me either. Like that's yeah, none. Me either. I um, thought it was just me. No, I. But they don't. I just they. There's something. They're squashies. Yeah, they don't click with me. Um. So, oh, we got Forgotten Sons. Brizongo was supposed to face like a new team called Everrise. Yeah. And then the Forgotten Sons came out and just challenged them. Challenged them instead. Apparently, that's the thing now. Seems um, like. But yeah, and they like they kind of beat Brizongo pretty pretty handedly. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Um. They Why Brizon goes here is to job out to the Forgotten Sons. Right. I'm fine. They'll with putting them. some guys over. Yeah. And that's fine. As long as that leads to better, man. Like, I don't want them getting squashed like this all the time. Yeah, no. We they're way better than this. That's, good match. That's the thing that kills me is those two guys are fucking excellent in ring workers. Right. Like, they're a good talent. Let's yeah. use them. Um, I'm excited for what's coming with this. Uh, we had Cameron Grimes. He defeated Boa. Yeah. Uh, but. Like, super, it was great because, like, the bell rings, Killian Dane comes down to the ring. During Killian Dane's walk down to the ring, Cameron Grimes beat Boa, like, just handedly. Got up in time for Killian Dane, um, and then he beat the shit out of both of them. But we're going to get Cameron Grimes and Killian, Killian Dane, Dane yeah. coming up here, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. It'll be whatever, yeah. So, um,. It'd be nice to see uh, Grimes in a big match. Yeah. Seeing how he does in his first big match. Right. Because I like what I've seen so far of the mm-hmm. guy. I like his hat. Yeah. I like, um, I mean, he, he was, to me, he was really fun in the breakout tournament mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what they can yeah, do with too. him. Yeah, me too. Me too. So. Uh, then we had Roddy versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, I watched some of the highlights of this match. Mm-hmm. God damn. Mm-hmm. Isaiah's fucking good. Oh, Swerve's, yeah. I've watched quite a few of his matches and stuff. And He's yeah, got a I unique love... look to how he does. Even like drop kicks mm-hmm. don't look like everybody else's drop kicks. He yeah. just has a unique has a, style of movement. He has a swerve to it. That, yeah. Like that's, I mean, that's, 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 that's how you put it. Yeah. I like, like every it move he does has a little, a I like little swerve. I'm, I'm, the more I see the kid, I like. Mm-hmm. I saw some of his indie stuff, but I didn't pay a lot of attention yeah. to him. 
I saw because I saw like one evolve show that had a match of him, and then I went and watched like four or five more matches because yeah, he would just intrigue. No, me. I liked him though. I like um, this guy. I want to see like him versus Ricochet would be fucking spectacular. Him and Alistair Black, right? Yeah. yeah, things like that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, him and Randy Orton. Yeah. Uh, but the story really is after the match. Um, I mean, Roddy won, great match, got both guys over, but, and then everyone, uh, comes down to celebrate, and then Velveteen Dream shows up, and challenges Roddy, challenges Roddy again, but this was so good, he shows the picture that Roddy took, like, recreating the Shawn Michaels from back, Playgirl picture, with the title over His his crotch. But he removed the title yeah. out of the picture, yeah. and there was like a little pixelated penis to show him his penis was small. Yeah. No, it was just like a little, it was like a red circle with, like, I think, one of those like red circles with an X through it. But um, it was like super tiny. Right. Super tiny. And it was hilarious. Um, yeah, so that was good. We're going to get those two again, which is fun. Um, and then... Yeah, they did have good matches. Yeah. And then Champa came down, because... Cole was down there and got to told, see Goldie again. Right, got to see Goldie and told her that Daddy's home and getting ready. So it's it's just a matter of time. Yeah, that he's gonna get that belt back. Yeah, he has to. There's like there's no question about it. He has to win that back. I don't care. Um, Who takes it from him? Maybe somebody not ready yet. Angel Garza. Because I don't see them going with Gargano again at this point. No. I think they're going to let that rest for a while. Yeah, I would think so. But, yeah. There's an Angel Garza. Umberto Carrillo. Umberto Carrillo. Uh, Walter. Oni. Oni. Pete Dunn. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. That's a good call. Plus, man, Dunn and Ciampa, I bet they'd have some fun matches, too. Mm-hmm. Their styles would be... Clashed enough, I think, in a right. good way, though. I think that'd be a lot of fun to watch those two guys. <coughs> and they're both amazing storytellers. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got Bianca Bear, Bear, <laughs> Bianca Belair versus Dakota Kai. Um, this was fun, too. I don't know what happened but, in this part. Ciampa coming out is the last thing I know that happened on NXT. Oh, so. uh, fair enough. Belair. Uh, beat Dakota Kai. Okay. And then she got on the mic after him because Rhea Ripley said she wanted to challenge Shayna. Yes. And Belair says the and same Belair thing. was like, no, fuck you, bitch. Back of the line. Like, I'm the EST if anyone deserves. And she whipped her hair back. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Um, and then we got announced matches for next week. Oh, I didn't even see that. I was saying, actually, do you think they, or do you think they're setting up the Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair number one contendership match? Because that'd so. be fun. I think so. I'll watch that match. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really big on Rhea Ripley right now. Me I too. think she has the potential to be one of the biggest women stars yeah. alive. Like yeah. she's gonna be on Becky and Charlotte's level someday. Mm-hmm. She keeps going on this trajectory. Yeah, she's got that. I mean, it's like she's got a good, she's like unique WWE's, look from all the other women. Right. Yeah, she's like this badass, almost biker chick. She's like Tamina, but good. Right. She gives me almost that Tessa Blanchard vibe. Like, she does a little bit of that badass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, she is a badass. Right. I wouldn't fuck with Rhea Ripley. Um, no way, no how. No. I would. Anyway. Yeah, you would. Uh, 
All the buds know EJ. <laughs> and then we had our main event. Walter versus Kushida. Um, I heard Kushida got hurt in the match. Yeah, he hurt something. Um, yeah, this was okay. Um, it was just, I don't know. But Walter obviously picked up the win. He wasn't losing to Right, right. But it was good. I mean, they gave him like 20 minutes. That's cool. So. I'll still, well, I haven't watched it yet. But I'll probably go check that match out. Yeah. Um, Smackdown Live, Sister Sister? Yeah. This was fucking stupid. Yeah. So it was our draft. So I, I, you know, I quit watching. I didn't watch Raw. I had no desire to watch Smackdown as of Monday. Then some reports came out on how they were going to do the draft. Like it's gonna be more sports based, and there's gonna be a war room, and uh, it's gonna be USA versus NXT, and or USA versus Fox, yeah. and like all this shit. And it seems so cool. And I'm like, okay, I'll check this out. I'll give them a chance. And it was bullshit. It was all fucking bullshit. The war room was just a bunch of people sitting around handing right. papers to each other. Now those and were reacting. Yeah, they were stupid, but they were some of the stuff like. It was like almost a Where's Waldo of finding just stupid shit. Because like Fox had, they got that like football robot. Robot, I saw that. He was there. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then USA, one of the guys had face paint on. Oh, God. Which was dumb. <laughs> and then they also, there was a laptop like front and center that always had a peacock on it. Which was great because they're owned by NBC, right. but it was just hilarious because it was like it wasn't like an NBC pipe peacock; it was like a real live peacock, and it was just fucking stupid. It was fucking stupid, but hilarious. Like the little <laughs> Easter eggs were funny, but the rest of it was stupid as shit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we started off the night with Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns in a match to determine who can get the boot the most. Uh, Seth Rollins won. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because this was, I don't know, it was just stupid. There were some boots for Roman Reigns, I heard. There was. But not but, as for Seth. No. It's because um, of the whole fucking... And then the Fiend came out of the ring. And yeah, Seth in the middle of the, the match. Ring. Yeah, pulled him in the ring. Then he escapes. And then Seth climbs out, and then he like peeks out like a fucking pop em all. Right. And looks at him, and then... Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. It made no sense. The Where Fiend the fuck's dead. Roman? The Fiend's dead. Yeah. Where the fuck's Roman? Yeah, where'd Roman? Roman go for all this shit? Like, their he best friends. his friend Seth out? Like, what yeah. the fuck? Um, made no sense. And then the lights go out again, and he's just at the top of the stage, stage looking back. It's like it made no sense. It's dumb. They fucked. They ruined up. the fiend already, yeah. and they don't know and what to do to fix it. Seven days. Uh, oh, and just wait. It took twenty minutes. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. In in the pair, we didn't even talk about the days. worst part of the fucking hell in the cell match. The fucking yeah. red light through the whole fucking. Oh thing. yeah, I forgot about that. God, that was horribly that annoying. Was so stupid. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I looked I, away and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god! Yeah. I wish I wouldn't have looked away from the TV now because everything's like red tint. My eyes hurt. I couldn't imagine the people in the arena. Oh, it how had bad to be horrible. that was! It had to be horrible. Like, oh, fuck that. Um, but yeah, so this was stupid. Seth Rollins picks up the win because that's a DQ, of course, and so Raw USA gets, to gets pick first. Or, yeah, USA gets to pick Just first. Stupid. Which they're getting three picks to SmackDown two, which makes sense, right? Because it's three to three two hours, hours right? Um, so and you figure Raw's gonna win because that way, if they pick first, you can just go Raw USA Raw or Raw SmackDown Raw SmackDown Raw, right? Which they did and the then, whole rest of the night. Yes. 
But then it was fucking boring because Stephanie McMahon just walks out. It says roll picks, roll picks, Becky Lynch. So they picked picks Roman Reigns. So they put out, I think Thursday or Wednesday, they put out a list mm-hmm. of superstars eligible for the draft, and then yeah. those wrestlers got drafted in the order they were listed. Like it was like they released the yeah. spoiler list or something. I don't know what the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. And then it's they like did some stupid. really dumb shit. Like, mm-hmm. you could take a whole team or apparently stable at once because they right. took the OC, which is a stable and not a mm-hmm. team, and took all three of them in one pick. Yep. But then the same show picks Alexa, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Crawl separate from each other right. when they're a fucking tag team and you could have took mm-hmm. both of them at the same time if you wanted them both. Because they're sexist. Only men's tag team count. It's Women's stupid stuff. as shit. Yeah. I'm curious to see, like, the Iconics. Do they get taken together? Does Mandy oh, Rose... Okay. And Sonya Deville get taken together, like, you know? Fire and desire. So, we'll see. We shall. But it was, yeah. I, the whole draft was a flop to me. It yeah. was dumb. Um, the there WWE was, was a flop like, I really, me. like, yeah. I really, I did like the cut to, like, the Fox Sports commentators. Like, they went to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that stuff, but... I love the idea of that stuff. It was poorly executed yes. because normal they kept, WWE, like, good idea, horrible execution. Right. Like because every time they cut to these people, they're oh, I'd pick Hulk Hogan, I'd pick Bruno right, San Martino. San Martino. Like, like, he's do you know dead, you yeah. Do you know anyone that's uh, currently wrestling? Of course right. not, because right. there are no stars in wrestling anymore. Exactly. There hasn't been a star since John Cena. People know WWE, you don't know. They know the brand, right? And that's guys. all that matters, right? Stupid. It is. Um, I mean, eight, well, technically, most people know more AEW than the people, but it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. So <laughs> they're making had stars. seventy, eighty years yeah. to get their shit together. And I think it makes shoes. Jericho more of a star than he's been in. Oh fuck yeah! Since he won the undisputed title, probably. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Oh, and then guess what? We got Baron Corbin versus Chad Shorty Gable. Shorty Gable for the fifth time. His his screen on the Titan Tron says Shorty Gable yeah. now too. It's so okay. fucking stupid. They announced him as Shorty Gable. It's dumb it's as really shit. Dumb. And guess what? 50-50 booking. Yep. Or Baron Corbin won. Baron Corbin hits the and end and wins, and they'll face next week, and Chad Gable wins. Oh no, Gable we won't won. see we won't see Chad Gable on our TV probably for another six months. That's my thought. It's lost on after his first match, and here he's still mm-hmm. fucking dead. I'm just saying. That's probably, this will probably be the end. Um, Drew McIntyre got drafted by Raw in the first round. Yeah. I forgot he was on WWE still. Right. Where the fuck did he go? He was injured, too. Oh, did he get hurt in the yeah. King of Rings match? Something, yeah. So. I thought injured people weren't eligible for the draft. He's coming back, apparently. It's stupid. And that was the big thing with the draft, too. Like, people... Smojo. They were, well, yeah, she, he's injured, don't know when he's coming back, but they did announce that, yeah, injured people are supposed to be free agents later, there will also be trades later, so I like the trade idea, that could get interesting, if done right, which it won't be, so it doesn't I just, Yeah, I just feel like that's a, an excuse for another fucking wild card-like rule with mm-hmm. fucking trades, they're just yeah. gonna fucking fake it, and right. before you know it, everybody, in six months, everybody's gonna be on every fucking show again. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so then we got to the part of the night that just pissed me off. I was so mad when this happened. 
Kofi Kingston. <laughs> he goes out there on fucking pancakes, not giving a fuck that he's not the champion anymore. Yeah. He doesn't even give a he shit. He's out there hawking fucking Susan G. Komen, which, I mean, I agree. These women agree. are actual cancer it. survivors. I get this. But, you know, the actual company is a scam. And he's out there, doesn't give a shit, smiling, all this. Don't then he has a ring, goes to the ring, doesn't care. He's facing the OC. Right. Pins AJ. So now, obviously, they're going to Raw. The New Day is going to go to the Raw, and he's going to feud for the U.S. title. So he's taking a step down. Just mm-hmm. lose the WWE title. You can't even send him there to go against the Univers for the Universal. It like, just what proves. The fuck? It just proves that the whole last six months has just been so they can say they gave the fans what they wanted. Yeah. That's all it was. And now, mm-hmm. like Hulk King, when Hulk Hogan lost the championship. He started fucking cheating and reverting yeah. to heel tactics to do anything he could to get right. his fucking belt back. And Kofi don't give a fuck. Right. And to me, that devalues your fucking belt. Deva- I mean, that belt's not worth well, shit anyways. Yeah. None of them are anymore. But, yeah. Not in WWE stupid. anyways. Just fucking stupid. That's what I like about AEW. They make their championship belt feel important already. Right. Two fucking episodes yeah. of its existence. It feels important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Oh, and then we got to our main event, which was probably, it was, it was the best thing WWE's done probably in months. Uh, Charlotte comes out. We have Charlotte versus yes. Bailey for the SmackDown championship. This is what we were looking Charlotte, for earlier. Right. Charlotte comes out uh, first. Then Bailey comes out to her music, just stops at the top of the New ramp. Yes. Yeah. The top of the ramp, pulls her, the hood down, brand new fucking short. Black hair, like pitch black. New gear. New gear. Mm-hmm. Um, gold and black. She grabs a fucking stick or something. Yeah, she grabs a stick with like, uh, I don't know, something bones. sharp on it. Yeah. yeah. And like started cutting up and stabbing the Bailey buddies and throwing the them off the stage. And then she went down to the ring and beat the shit out of Charlotte Flair yep. and took her fucking belt back. Yeah, she did. That She made a belt feel important. She did. Like, she, all right, she that's what I got to do. But what... What I like is they never long-term book anything, and they mm-hmm. long-term book this because she didn't immediately turn, which right. I didn't like. I didn't like her losing, but it actually paid off for right. once in WWE's history. Yeah. Something paid off at the end of it. Right. It was fucking great. Yeah. And then she gets on the mic at the end and is like, starts off just, hey, bitches. And yeah, that was dumb, because I knew she was going to say bitches. I already knew, like... Yeah, but just the way she said, hey, bitches. Right. And then, you know, yeah, what was it? You you all can... Oh, screw all of you. Yeah, and that was great. Yeah. And then I watched a video from, like, it was her backstage after, okay. and it was Charlie asked her about everything. And she's like, look, I told everyone out there screw all of you, and that includes you. <laughs> and she walks away. It's just I like real. the new Bailey. I like the new I attitude. I'm looking forward to seeing this. It's finally something to look forward to. Yeah, And with Sasha going, Sasha went to SmackDown. Um, obviously with Bailey winning the title, she's, she's going to go stay, to on, Smackdown. stay on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, which also made no sense. So, I didn't look how the split was, but my thought would be because they split the roster, only half could be drafted on Friday, half could be drafted right. on Monday. Which I get, you want to keep some stars for each. Right, for know. each show. I understand that. But I was pretty sure Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar were on separate nights, and neither of them got drafted uh-huh. on Friday. Uh-huh. So either they're both getting drafted Monday, and that'll be like our big, you know, 
who goes where, or which I'm assuming they're staying. Brock will go to SmackDown and Seth will stay on Raw, Raw, me too. which again makes no sense because Bray Wyatt got drafted to SmackDown, so they're pretty much just going to separate them. They want us to forget about and it, I guess. I think, yeah. I don't know. But then why even do anything? Test the waters to see how the reaction was. Yeah, which was And when it was still shit because yeah. Hell in the Cell sucked balls. You know what you need Scram. to do? Bray needs to not be seen on TV until Crown Jewel. And whoever wins that WWE Championship match... He just lays them out. Exactly. And if that's Kane Fat Velasquez or Brock Lesnar, that's two big, huge dudes. Either way, the Fiend showing up at the end of that show and laying them out, one of them out with a manable claw, that's how you get his momentum back. But he can't be seen on TV until then. And they've already ruined that by showing him on TV. Um, number 14, The Undertaker. God, we're getting to the end of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My match was first... Uh, my match was from March 28, 1993. Okay. I was, I was like, how do you know? Because <laughs> yeah. you didn't even ask when mine was from. Because it was Jeff Hardy, so yeah. it can't be this mine early. Was <laughs> mine was 2002. I figured that was the one. That was one of the first ones I came across. It was too. the famous, yeah. Um, no, I watched, I, I skipped a lot of matches. I, went, I didn't want to see the Foley match. I didn't want to, the Hell in the Cell Foley. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to watch Sean Manias. I didn't want to watch Triple yeah. H Manias. Like, I've seen those numerous right. times. I wanted something different. Yeah. So I went old school 93 Undertaker. This was the week before WrestleMania where he fought the giant Gonzalez in Caesars Palace. That was the Um, the best match of his career. Yes. Yes. Without a doubt. Without question. (laughs) Uh And it was the Undertaker taking on Bam Bam Bigelow. Nice. And it was like a Superstars type match or whatever, but Mm. it was a really solid match. Um... I like The Undertaker back in these days. This is the slow-moving, almost robotic, dead, yeah. dead man Undertaker. Very methodical. Uh, very slow, no-wasted movements, um, but not smooth, no-wasted movements like Randy Orton. Right. It's very methodical. Mm-hmm. Um, still, though, the stuff he could do, you could tell he was a great worker, great storyteller. Still one of Taker's strongest points has always been his storytelling in his matches. Uh, but he was doing, you know, the walking on the top rope shit. He used... Uh, Good stuff. Mm. Um, uh, Undertaker won, surprise. And then Gonzalez came out and they brawled a little bit up on the top of the stage area yeah. there. Uh, not really much more to say about it. It was like a seven-minute mm-hmm. match, all said and done. There was a commercial break, but this, whatever. Um, you know, I know this match is not indicative of everything that The Undertaker can do, has yeah. done, whatnot, will go on to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, his... His, I think one of my favorite things about him is looking back at this old school taker, it really makes me appreciate more how he changed his style of wrestling for his character every yeah. time he went through any iteration of the Undertaker change, mm-hmm. including to the American Badass and then back to the Dead Man. So I do like that. Um, he's number one. He's my new number one. Um, he's still been in my favorite wrestling match of all time. His second match with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um I can't think of any wrestling match I've enjoyed more than that one right there. Uh, there's a lot that come very close to it, but that's yeah. still my favorite. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Undertaker's number one. He's moving to the top of the list as of right now. Nice. What about you, BJ? Um, <clears throat> I watched, yeah, I watched him versus Undertaker versus Jeff Hardy for the WWE Undisputed Championship in July of 2002 um, in a ladder match. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is obviously a famous one. I yeah. haven't seen, I've seen it like once before. I've only seen this and one it's, once before it's too. It's been a very long time. Um, but I heard Jr. talking about it not too long ago. 
because uh, this is the one with the famous line. He's got Jeff Hardy's got Undertaker down, and he starts climbing the ladder. Mm-hmm. And Jr. is, you know, go ahead, kid, climb the ladder, make yourself famous. Yep. Um, but this, this to me showed. Whereas, like in your match, Undertaker was on the process of becoming a star. And to me, and I'll, I'll just spoil it right now, he's also going to be my number one. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because of him him being able to reinvent himself and make himself a star. It's the thing he did, did for other people. Make other people stars. And this match versus Jeff Hardy did that for Jeff Hardy. Yep. It When JR said that line, it was true. He did it for Mankind um, back in the 90s. Right. He did it for Jeff Hardy in the 2000s. Yeah. I mean, he did it for, he helped Edge. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think Edge would have got to the start mm-hmm. he did without, without that feud on right. SmackDown. He got Kane um, over. Yeah, Kane. Just, I mean, Although I think Kane would have done it on his own because that was the character yeah. Glenn Jacobs needed to finally do right. it. It wasn't a fucking dentist or right. some stupid horseshoe or yeah. fake diesel. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, this match, I mean, it was great. It, it I mean, storytelling at its finest. Um, just, I mean, yeah, just wonderful. Agree. Um, and like like you said there, yeah, he's got um, just tons of classic matches that you can go out there and see. He's, and also, like he's also one of the guys <coughs> that can do it all. Yeah. He can check every fight. He can do promos. Mm-hmm. He's got character work. He's got storytelling. He's mm-hmm. got in-ring ability. The Undertaker has fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Longevity. I mean, just, yeah, all of it. Yeah, he started um, in WWE in 92. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's still fucking wrestling for him in 2019. Yeah. yeah. Granted, it's only really at Saudi Arabia's and Mania's anymore, but but, still, but he's still um, going. But yeah, and... and like a lot of people say of those names outside of wrestling that everyone knows. Undertaker's he's on one that of those few. List. Yeah, he's one of the few people. Tons know. of people know the Undertaker because he's the fucking Undertaker. Right, he's up yeah. there with fucking Rock and Hulk Hogan, in my opinion, for oh, being yeah. known outside of the wrestling world. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, um, that's why, like, if you tell someone Undertaker's still wrestling, you're like, oh shit, no way. I'm watching him twenty when I was years. a kid, ago. right? Yeah, like. Um, but That's yeah. what I said, what, seven or eight years ago when you got me back into wrestling. Right. right. <laughs> well, what, The Undertaker still wrestles? Mm-hmm. News and Rumors? Yep. I don't have anything. Nothing. I didn't have time this week. Uh, the little bit of time I had, I was, it was a shit week. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I didn't have time to save anything, and I didn't have time today to go through it, because the time I was going to spend doing that, I forgot I didn't watch my two matches, so I had to watch my Undertaker my next match here. Yeah. So I, you can go through. I mean, I I'm sure I'll have stuff to add. I'm sure right. I've read most of yeah, what you said, but or what you'll have. So they did have a press conference in Vegas on Friday uh, for WWE to announce that yeah at Saudi Arabia we're getting Tyson Fury versus Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. and then we're getting Kane Vasquez versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship WWE Championship. They also announced, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's not Universal this time. No, it's the WWE. Right. They did also announce, or it came out that Velasquez has signed a long-term Long deal for mm-hmm. multiple years with the WWE. So this isn't going to be just a one-off. So he right. could actually end up winning this thing on whatever yeah. fucking day Crone Jewel is. Someday. People are talking that he might have like a Ronda Rousey schedule, or he'll that's be what there. I was hearing. He'll be there kind mostly full time for a few months, and then he'll go away for a little bit. He'll come back for a few months. Right. Yeah. Um, and speaking of. Uh, in a call, um, brought, or 
Triple H was asked about Ronda Rousey. Okay. And he was she said or he said that she will be back and expect her sooner rather than later. That's cool. So I almost expect her Monday night. Um in the last part of this draft. It she wouldn't might surprise be me. Back. Yeah. It would not surprise me at all. They could use a big pop. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, why would you not announce that? Because people would tune in for that in my opinion. It's true. Yeah, because they have nothing else announced. Right. It'd be a good surprise. Right. It would be, but surprises don't bring numbers in anymore. Exactly. It's yeah. That brings you know. that brings YouTube views. Right. So, um, uh, it's seeming more and more likely that CM Punk is going to be on this WWE Fox show. Fox show. Yeah. Uh, he now, um, well, he was quoted in saying. I'm not going to come in and just dump all over stuff to dump on it. But if it's bad, I'm not going to be able to pretend it's anything but bad. So, I mean, to me, that almost confirms it. He also took, like, all of his t-shirts, yes. but one off of PWTs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. Yep. I'm all right with it. Yeah. Um, I like listening to punk talk, so. Right. I do, too. Um yeah, even if he's not going to wrestle. Right. I just, I like seeing him on my TV. He's mm-hmm. an entertaining person. Yes. So, yeah. What else you got for us, BJ? Uh, apparently when Jeff Hardy got arrested for that last DWI, yes. like last week. It's 22nd or so. Something. Um, I will ask him. Yeah. Uh, but apparently he had a bloody nose because oh. he got in a fight with his wife. Oh. Also. Looks like she won and yeah. he left. Good. Still. Um... We also had, uh, apparently, Sasha Banks and Bray Wyatt got injured at the pay-per-view. Bray's was nothing big. He's already back, obviously. We're good there. Um, Sasha Banks hurt her tailbone. Mm -hmm. They don't know. uh, Yeah. I think it's just bruised or something, but still, that's anytime you do anything with your tailbone, that shit hurts. Right. Um, So, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Apparently... Uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes were supposed to also be at SmackDown last week. And on Thursday, they got a phone call that said, hey, uh, don't come anymore because you were on AEW. Yep. So that's pretty funny. Penny McMahon. Right? Always. Always. Yep. Um, Trying to see if I got any more. Oh, (laughs) someone took the Fox opening mm-hmm. and set it to, and set the theme to all that. Yeah, I saw it, that on Square Circle, yeah. Excellent. It was really good. And apparently Chili from TLC, who sings the All That Theme song, mm-hmm. thought it was real. Oh, <laughs> she nice. Comment, yeah, someone posted it, and she she's like, wait, is this real? <laughs> like, <laughs> No. She's, she's waiting for that royalty money, like, fuck. She might, you know, no, she probably doesn't need it. She's probably still yeah. got money. Yeah, but still. Um, then, Don't go chasing waterfalls, man. Um, Ratings-wise this week, uh, NXT dropped just a little bit. Uh, to, or, yeah, like, About 150,000 people. Yeah, something like that. AW dropped a decent amount. They dropped to like 1.04 something. Actually, 1.11 with say it was the 1. True 1. TV. one with t- True TV to get yeah. it more realistic. So they dropped about 0. .3 million or so. Mm-hmm. They were at 1.4 the first week. Yeah, and apparently the baseball game, I mean, it's 
playoff baseball. It's playoff season. It was pretty high rated. They had a game five going on between yeah. the Astros and some. They said the Yankees, but that's the finals yeah. of the AL now. I don't remember yeah, who the Astros finished out, but, but yeah. Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they dropped a little, but not. I don't think too bad. Um, I mean, considering they were hoping for four hundred thousand, and they've got two weeks in a row over a million. I yeah. Mean, yeah. And now I don't know if you saw, but all said and done, including rewatches on TNT mm-hmm. and shit, there were over fourteen million views. That was for the two episodes of. Uh, Dynamite so far. I think that includes Dark. Yeah, that's... Yeah, everything. Yeah. Just everything. Three episodes, rather. Um, but still, that's three episodes, 14 million views. That's mm-hmm. a fucking lot. And obviously, WWE did a shit job last week in keeping people because SmackDown dropped 25%. Yeah. Uh, they dropped to less than 2.9 million at almost after almost four last month. Not that's fine. Last week. No, not at all. Um... And then also, Ember Moon is injured. I didn't catch this. And she might be out for a whole year. Damn, what'd she do? It doesn't say. She did a house show or something? Must have. That sucks. Yeah. It's not like they use her anyways, but it still sucks. Mm-hmm. I like Ember Moon. I feel like they she's been underutilized like a lot of people are since she came up from NXT. Yeah. Anything else for this week, BJ? Um... I guess then. Because we kind of, like everything we just kind of already talked about in. Yeah, we threw the a episode. lot of other stuff in the episode this That's time. Why. It's all good. Uh, oh, oh, I oh, do yeah. have one Orange Cassidy now. Oh, okay. Then we'll move Someone ordered uh, a, something from the Orange Cassidy store, and a month after its arri- uh, arrival, the person got emailed the. Uh, delivery notification that's awesome. that it was being delivered. That's so like he's right. so dedicated to his character. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love stuff like that. Right? I guess you get to go first for number thirteen, Dusty Rhodes. I watched the Dusty Rhodes versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Um, what was this from? Eighties. I don't remember exactly. What organization was it in? Not WWE. NWA. I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wait, was Hacksaw on NWA? I'm sure you had one in NWA yeah. somewhere. He was a heel. Hacksaw was? Hacksaw was a heel. Dusty was the face. I've heard about Hacksaw being a heel, it but I've never really seen weird. a heel Hacksaw. He's always been a face that I can remember because yeah. I only know him in WWE. Right. It was really weird huh. to see. Um, yeah, that is a little wild. And a little different dynamic than I would have been used to. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, this was a decent match, but it was, I mean, it was that just the typical 80s match. Like, but you knew, I mean, it was Dusty Rhodes. He bled. Dusty bled, obviously. Of course he did. That's what he does. Um, Actually, <laughs> he did in my match. He didn't? Uh-uh. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was decent. But, I mean, Dusty's Dusty was a storyteller. Dusty was yeah. a talker. Mm-hmm. Um, his in-ring work wasn't the best, you know. I mean, but it, it was, was solid though. It was solid for especially for his size and his shape and mm-hmm. you know all that. He it was really good. Um, it ended. I don't know who officially got the DQ win or whatever. It was a schmoz finish with people interfering. Um, I don't even remember who was there. There was like five or six people, and then they cut, and then they cut backstage, and someone cut a colonel something. I can't remember his name right now. Cut a promo, and then who was who interfered, and then Hexall cut a promo, 
and he cut a heel promo. Okay. And it was really fucking weird. Uh, I bet. Just because it was Hacksaw Jim Duggan, right? right. Um, it'd be like, yeah. It'd be like Tino Santana cutting a heel promo. Like, right. Or, or Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah. Um. So, like, on this list. This is hard, right? I'm this one's, this yeah. This brutal. isn't like an Undertaker slim. Like, I'm, yeah, Undertaker's been the easiest one we've had for a couple weeks. Right. He's obviously number one. Because, <laughs> like,. I don't know. It's going to be difficult. He's going to be in that, like, Piper, Bret Hart, uh, Sting. Okay. Like, somewhere in there. Like, right behind Undertaker, Jericho, Austin. Right. Like, right in there. Gotcha. I just don't, I don't know. That's going to be really hard to put in order. I, I understand. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I watched uh, Dusty Rhodes with Baby Doll. Nice. Take on the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Uh, this was in 1986, and it was okay. for the NWA Championship, nice. which was already the big gold that right. we all know is the WCW, yeah. and then eventually the World. Um, so it starts off as a good back and forth match between Flair and Dusty. A uh, really good spot where Dusty gets Flair into the figure four, and looks like he might actually beat Flair with his own move. But of course, Flair does eventually get out of it. Um, Dusty finally hits that bionic elbow, and he goes for the one and the two, and Baby Doll grabs Flair's foot and puts it on the rope. And Tommy Young catches it, and, uh, doesn't let Dusty win, but Dusty thinks he got the win, and it was enough for Flair to get back up and Mm -hmm. take advantage, and... So, finally, as Flair's pretty much controlled the match, been working on Dusty's knee, the announcer's doing a great job talking about the last time these two faced, Dusty only lost because Flair worked the knee and Dusty couldn't win the match because of his mm-hmm. knee. It was just fucking that good yeah. old-school storytelling. There wasn't a lot of holds. They didn't just grab holds in this match. There was mm-hmm. a lot of work in between these guys. Um, eventually, Tommy Young gets knocked down and knocked out of the ring. And uh, Baby Doll, seeing this, goes and grabs a chair and sneaks up behind Dusty. But Dusty catches her and takes the chair. And he starts going to town on Flair with the chair. Just in time for Tommy Young to pop up and see it and disqualify Dusty. Um, Tully comes in almost immediately after the bell rings and helps out Flair and Mm -hmm. saves uh, from, from them. And then this was weird. They announced him as the rock and roll coming to save... Uh, Dusty at that point, but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it was the Freebirds because I'm almost positive that was Michael Hayes. Okay. But they called him the Rock and Roll from the announcers, which this wasn't the Rock and Roll Express. There's no there's no way mm-hmm. either of those any of those three guys were the two guys from the Rock and Roll Express. Just no. Right. Um, and then yeah, Baby Doll walks out with Tolly and Rick. So fun story, fun nice. match. Um. I'm actually putting Dusty right ahead of where you are. Okay. I'm going to put Dusty. He's going to fall between like Steve Austin and, and John Cena for me, okay. which is where you have like Austin Hart and Cena, and I have Austin Cena and Hart. I feel okay. that his in-ring was where a little between. I'm putting him between Austin like after, and Cena. Oh, yeah. That's uh-huh. right about where I'm putting him. I'm just talking about like the other people. Because I, also, also, I also stuck Roddy Piper, Sting. 
Kurt Hennig all in that. I feel like too. he's a step ahead of all those guys, so, though. Like yeah. I feel like they're all in this jumble that I'm still trying to figure out, like right. in the secondary tier of guys mm-hmm. right now. But you're definitely putting him. He's at the now. very bottom of the top tier of guys, is where I'm putting him. Okay. And my top tier guys right now are Taker, Jericho, Austin Cena. I believe are the only guys okay. I have in my top tier right now. Okay. No, Henning was in there. I did put Henning at yeah. the bottom too. So he's going right. to be at Henning's level. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah. Dusty's legacy I just don't of NXT, mm-hmm. all the people that he's yeah. held throughout his entire career get to where they are today, mm-hmm. and the legacy of both Dustin and Cody. Um, yeah, I, I feel like Dusty belongs up there. He made cool. the polka dot gimmick work. Um, you know, he had some of the best promos ever, mm-hmm. and he was one of the most over wrestlers to ever live too. I mean, there oh, was yeah. no doubt Dusty was oh, yeah. over in this late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, he was he one was of the hottest wrestlers alive for sure because he was every man's man. Like he he looked like that hillbilly in fucking Georgia, was like a coal miner's he, son, right? So, and he was the American dream. Mm-hmm. Tell us what Dusty Rhodes match you watched, buds. Yeah. You can hit us at uh, buds ww on the Twitter or email to Gmail at the same place. You can hit me up over at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore guns. Yep, and I can be reached at Beach 2004 That's B-E-E-J-2-0-4. And we actually did a little bit of tweeting We both did week. a tweet this week. Yeah, so we're trying. Like We didn't even talk about Tony's spot with the Vader bomb. Oh, yeah. I missed it live. You mi- oh, did you? Yeah. I missed it live. I caught it the next day okay, when I yeah. rewatched the second hour of, of it. But yeah, I right. missed it live. My oh, internet okay. crapped out. Yeah, it was stoked because JR called a Vader, Vader bomb, bomb a Vader bomb. And he's like, what? That's what they're calling it now? <laughs> and he was just super excited yeah, that like it's so mainstream that it's it's the Vader bomb. That's, that's what the move's called. Yeah, right. and if other people do it, it's the Vader bomb. That's what it should be called. Exactly, because Vader fucking Vader. did it. That was yeah. great. Yeah, that got me super stoked. Um, yeah, so leave us a five-star comment. Or five star rating, rating, or rating. also leave us comments, comments and like, share, share and like, and tell everybody. Yeah, tell everybody, tell friends on that. Tell inanimate objects. Yeah, yeah, about they won't listen. listen. But listen, well, we don't know. We don't keep know. spreading this the word. Be like the, toys the first rule of Buzz Watch Wrestling is you should tell everybody about Buzz Watch Wrestling. Yeah. And until next time, guys, it's BJ over there. We'll do that girl over there. Peace out, guys. See you. Bye. Hey, bitches. Let's check. I'm going to talk right here the whole time. Just like this. Smooth jazz. Smooth. Smooth jazz. Ready whenever you want.